This episode of the Randy Russell Podcast is brought to you by the Straight Pass Marine. Have a gambling problem? Buy a boat. Find this and future episodes at rspeen.com and Apple Podcasts. Questions or comments? Email us at rrpodcast2000 at gmail.com. George Rushout is a local Milwaukee artist and a non-psychic friend of Randy. This is his first podcast. Welcome to the Randy Russell Podcast. I'm your host, George Ruschaupt. It is my pleasure to introduce you to our guest today, who, I've heard, has never, ever been to Miami. Randy Russell. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Um, uh, thanks. Is that I'm true? Glad, You've glad never to been be to Miami? Um, no, that's, that's untrue. It's untrue. <laughs> no. I've been to Miami... Um, Oh, several times and uh, for uh, okay, I yeah, didn't know that. And high school uh, spring break, really? First time was probably on spring break when we, uh, huh. we, my friends and I drove down to Florida from Ohio, and then we, we since we were influenced by the, the Jimmy Buffett um, Highway A One A album, we decided to drive down Highway A One A the whole length of Florida, and we went to my we visited Miami. So I've been there, but I, I didn't really do much there since so I drive through because it was too expensive for us. But we're watch, we're going to watch this movie today, uh, Tony Rome. So I'm just going to turn it on in the beginning here with no sound, but subtitles. And it takes place all in Miami. So we're going to go. Th- we're going to sort of go through the whole movie. Yeah, just in this podcast. <laughs> And we can see the movie. It might be a two-parter. And we're just reminiscing yeah. about Miami and the environs in the movie. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not going to reminisce too much about Miami because I've never been there. You Have you been there? I, I've never been there. Okay. I've never been there. So I'm telling the truth. I've never you been feel, there. You feel like I, I grew up in Jacksonville, though, so I'm familiar with the Florida. Oh, Jacksonville. You know, and yeah. I've been the, the most south I've been is Cape Canaveral, Tampa, but I, 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 it's like that's where my childhood was spent, and so I really, I like everything about it. Yeah, like Florida. I want to move back there, but um, I've never it, been to Miami. It starts out with uh, the boat called the Straight Pass. Um, he's, it's Frank Sinatra is playing Tony Rome. He's on his boat, and he's in that supposedly Miami is a Harbor. long shot of yeah the Miami skyline with. All the famous hotels there, right? So yeah, I wonder how many. How many do you think are still there? I think those are all still there, and I think there's even more now. I think it's triple that now, or yeah, quadruple. Sure I don't more. know though, but um, I know it's uh, even crazier. And this was this is from what the '67. You said yeah, nineteen so. yeah, '67. Did you see how Randy out. Newman was credited also in that? Yeah, there's there, there's there's some a song I think I think it's the horrible song. I think he did the wrote or co-wrote the horrible song with the newlyweds on the oh, boat. Okay. So for, so Tony Rome li- lives in a boat. He lives in his boat at the docks here. So in this first scene, he comes in, docks the boat, and then there's a wedding party coming in. 
Did you happen to notice during the credits they used capital letters and smaller case letters in the typeface? That's because they're hip. Sure, they're hip. Yeah, so there's, there's the wedding the wedding. They pull up with like multiple Ford Mustangs. So you're saying up. there's a honeymoon going yeah, on so in the, a boat next? So, yeah, they're having the honeymoon in a boat. And then every time in the movie that he walks by, they play that horrible song. And 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 it's a, it's like a, it's like the worst running joke. It's a running gag. Oh yeah, here's another running gag where the now the, the, I, the quick I'm going to I'm going to tell you something right zoom. away. Yeah, there's there's that terrible zoom to two two rear ends. It goes from a, a bathing beauty to a boxer's rear end. But the key thing to notice here is this captain's hat. Yeah, and, that's. And this is a, this is the thing we've been talking about before. I, I mentioned to you that I noticed he had this captain's hat on, but it was it was like a throwback to some kind of um, I don't know what it is, like adventure detective character. Yeah, it's yeah. Thing. No, I know. I was trying to look up the history of the captain's hat, and I couldn't. Well, it's just like it's so. Maybe it's just too broad of a subject, but. Yeah, so if you see any promo stuff in this movie, he's always wearing like that, that business guy hat. You know the. the well, that was his look. Was yeah, the, as his, with his suit. But this is like you see in the beginning of the movie, he's wearing a yellow turtleneck, and this captain's hat. Yeah, but it's a white. It's a white captain's hat that looks like the one in Gilligan's <laughs> it's Island. Really, it's really. But I looked it up, and the Gilligan's Island one I think is black. It's a really gnarly one, with this. Uh, it's like all beat up. I don't know where he got it, but I'll bet you. I'll bet you at this time there were guys down there wearing those on their little boats, right? Yeah, well, yeah. People had their who had boats in the '60s would wear captain's hats. Yeah, but if you're on a boat the size of his boat, his boat was just one of those little cruiser fishing boats. You, it's like there's no there's no crew. There's no. There's, you know who the captain <laughs> he is? Lives on, he he's lives on, on the it. boat by himself. How he does doesn't. He, how does he even live on it? Yeah, but see, I've I've seen other movies where there's a there's like a helper, there's yeah. like gun runners and, and yeah, there's a captain right. well, and there's a helper guy. But oh yeah, well, but usually they're in Cuba then, right? And they have a well, yeah, or a crew or there's usually a guy from a Cuban guy or. But anyway, now now he put over his yellow turn like he's wearing a hoodie, so like if if yeah. it, if it's ever a, a, you're on Jeopardy and they say what movie did Frank Sinatra wear a hoodie? You'd say. Um, what is Tony, Tony Rome? Because he's he's like literally wearing a hoodie. He's got a hoodie, a captain's hat, a yellow turtleneck, which I think might be, you know, it's long-sleeved. He's got a watch on his left hand, and he's got chinos on. He's drinking he's got Bud khakis on, right? He's drinking Budweiser in the first scene on the boat, too. Yeah, he's got khakis. And um, okay. so anyway, he gets called over to this hotel by the, the guy is his ex-partner, I believe, this sleazy-looking <clears throat> yeah. guy with bad teeth. And he's calls him over there and asks him to um, take care of the situation because there is a an unconscious young woman who's played by um, Sue Lyon in the hotel. And he goes and he and he says like and he, he immediately accuses these guys of taking advantage of her. And um, yeah, he instantly recognizes he's it's going on. Oh, yeah, this is bad. This is, this is bad. And he goes, I'm, 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 he goes, I'm out of here. But then they remind him there's there's some situation where the guy saved his life, so he does feel like he owes him a favor. And he's going to make 
two hundred bucks out of it. to make two hundred dollars to get to. And the guy's coughing up money right there. Some guy yeah. with a cigar. Yeah. Take the woman home. No, he gives him a hundred dollars, and he's he's he has to yeah. do it, and then gets another hundred. <laughs> but see, he but he has Tony Rome has connection to the with the police, so that's the key thing. He's an ex cop. Yeah, the key thing to know is he's got. It's like his best friend is is the is the police lieutenant or some police. Well, this whole setup is shady. I don't get it. Yeah, it seems like they wouldn't have to hire him. I don't understand it. Well, they if they didn't, they would like be dumping her off somewhere. You, you know? see where they're dumping her off? You see where he's bringing her to? The, yeah. That's that's a famous mansion in uh, Miami, South Miami. It's called uh, Vizcaya. Did you visit there when you were? No, I'd like to visit. I would like to go there now. So he's like, he shows up at this huge mansion, and the woman's parents are there. Why does that guy have a white evening coat on? They're all, they're all, the people are all formally dressed here. It's a party. Oh, I see. It must be the evening. Now, I read something online where this interior shot is in a different, it's not at Vizcaya, it's some other mansion somewhere else. Uh, um, but I don't, I couldn't really verify that. So he meets, who is this? There's Jill St. John comes in. And she walks by somebody who set, calls her a slut. So this is the Costerman's house. And she seems proud of it. Yeah, she goes, oh, she thinks it's funny. Well, what's she My doing My name's Ann Archer. She's at the party. And uh, she goes, slut, that's just a nickname. Only my dearest friends use it. Does she, um, what's her relation with the family? I don't understand this. She was, she's just at a, at a party there. She has a weird relationship to the family, which you watch. You spend the whole movie trying to figure out. Which is actually kind of crucial to the whole plot. And um, you know, and if the, if there was such a thing as uh, look at that weird candlestick um, light that's in the middle of the frame yeah. there. Oh yeah. It's, the, 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 so I guess you could listen to this podcast. You could watch the movie and listen to our podcast, and you might be able to get more out of it. Yeah, if you're watching it. for legal reasons, we can't show you everything. I mean, we're not yeah, going to. I can't have the sound up. We're yeah. not going to have the sound, but it would be great to have yeah, the, some of the Well, the opening things. song, the opening title song was by uh, written by Lee Hazelwood, and Nancy Sinatra sang, sang it. And it's, it's, it sounds like a Lee Hazelwood song, but it's not one of his... Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's from kinda, one of their. It's yeah, it's, it's like a throwaway. They're building. This is supposed to build Frank Sinatra up as this tough guy. The the reason why I thought this movie was so silly is because they're <laughs> they're trying to build this. I I mean I mean he he was at the top of his game here, right? So he's <laughs> it's like he is a tough guy, sort of. It, but if you look at him, he's in his fifties. <laughs> he's kind of hunched over. He's pale. He probably stayed up all night long, and then he'd have to be at the set the next day. I don't know what his life was like, you know. It was, he, it was singing it, down there, right? What he was, he, yeah, but was, he he acts tough in this movie. But the thing is, nowadays he wouldn't cut it. I'm sorry, he'd be. Yeah, no, he, almost every character in this movie, including what's her name, Jill St. John. Jill St. John could throw him out a window. No problem. Oh yeah, but he's he never has to. He's, he's not yeah. well maybe he does okay. fight somebody later but see, see here's the here's the tough guy is the rich guy uh costerman he's played by um simon oakland who's who's like in, in every single tv show 
Yeah, he's Six about years. twice the weight of Frank Sinatra. So he's he's like he's a, he like has influence over the police force. So he's very he's, he's like one of the most influential, he's powerful in the city people. Somehow, okay. And so when Tony Rome comes over here, he's just not impressed. He comes slouches down in the living room, makes himself a drink, and like, yeah, I brought your daughter over here. She's and they don't know who Tony Rome is when they when there's he's they're hiring, right? Yeah, and they want to know where their daughter was, and he won't tell them. Because yeah. he just he doesn't care that this guy is like a rich uh -huh. gangster or whatever he is, rich uh, industrialist or, or and uh -huh. um, so now he's giving um, so now Little St. John a ride home. It looks like he's the captain of a convertible right now. <laughs> yes, that's the, do you know but his hat's not flying off? His, uh -huh. his hat's not flying off at flying the off. expressway. <laughs> yeah, I don't even There's know. a great shot of them driving and they're driving along the. Um, Oh, he's got hour. a he's got a bottle of brandy in the glove <laughs> he compartment. Out, he pulls out some some. Uh, it's probably well. That bourbon. would be that's that's how you do it, I guess, in Miami. You know, <laughs> it had a cork on it too. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is not the. See, it seems like it's the next morning, and I they were I don't know if those people were at the party in their formal wear all night. It doesn't. The timeline doesn't make any sense. But, um, I think that's how parties used to be back then. So they were, it was like the next morning after the... There's a good quote. She said, every man you meet wants to play slap and tickle. <laughs> he's asking her why she's down there. She's a divorcee and she's... Uh, and people like me are called FMs, formerly married. So what do you know about Jill St. John? I don't know anything about her. She was in like t tons of... Uh, TV shows and, and some movies and uh, well she's the, she's the first person I remember having a crush on, really. And I was a young, yeah, very young, too young to have a crush on an older woman. But it was <laughs> she was in okay. She was in the very first the Batman TV show. She was in the very first episode, which was the was the two part episode with the Riddler. She was the Riddler's one of the henchwomen. Oh, really? Her name was. Molly. And oh, now that's worth a look at, I guess. She so she hey, was. Look at that yacht back there. And they did a thing where she, where they captured, Rob and got his face, hey, made a rubber face. Sorry to interrupt you, oh, but sorry. look, there's a red, there's a red beetle in the background, and what's that yellow car? Looks like a Carmagia. Okay. Maybe. Yellow so, Carmagia. So yeah. Jill St. John. So that would have been what year would have Batman be? Sixty-six. So that was a year before yeah, this yeah. movie. So and then and then she and okay. she was in the, got into the bat cave. She she infiltrated the bat cave, and uh, <clears throat> well, that's pretty interesting. It could I be guess. a Porsche, actually. I mean, the thing about your crush, yeah. TV so crush. No, I had like totally had a, a crush on her in the Batman TV show, and and then she fell in the uh, in the atomic uh, nuclear pile in the bat cave and died. And um, and, uh, well, and Batman, Batman had a crush on her too. That's probably why I, I you know. So he's he's going back out towards his boat, and now they're playing that really dumb song, and you hear the uh, the newlyweds in there, uh, and he's just kind of like it's, shrugs. It's, it's early evening, you'd say. Yeah, early or, evening now, because it's dark. Now this is a weird scene. I remember because there's a guy who instantly points a gun at him. So there's <laughs> yeah. these guys that are waiting in his boat, right? Yeah, he's back to his boat. And there's guys with a gun. And he he takes it in stride, but it's because he's supposedly tough, right? <laughs> he just he's just he's cool. He's not tough. He's, he's cool. not tough. Yeah. He's cool. All right, so it's different. 
Yeah, he's he's just so cool. He's he's unaffected by anything. Now, he, did, he's been is through this it the all. kind of movie, Randy? You would have seen this when it was in the theaters. Well, I might have, because my parents took me to movies that I was too young to see in the sixties. But you but, don't. But I don't remember seeing it in the theater. I don't remember seeing it. Had until. you seen this on TV ever? I saw it when I probably sometime in the. I, I'm guessing I saw it in the seventies on TV. Okay. On like a Saturday afternoon, TV. All right. Yeah, so they they give them a choice if they're going to knock him over the head, or give him chloroform. And he points at the chloroform. And he goes, "I'll take some of this." I wonder who set the scene up. So the guy puts chloroform on a rag, carefully, and takes his captain's hat off because he knows he's going to become unconscious. The guy holds the rag, chloroform rag up to his face and he immediately falls into unconsciousness. Now it's later, the next day perhaps, <clears throat> next looks morning. Like, it looks like they searched his whole boat. Yeah, his boat's all torn up. Sue Lyon's character comes up wearing a... It's like an identical Why dress. Why would Sue Lyon come back? But, she's, but this one's green. She comes back to his boat to give him money or what? What's gonna? Yeah, I you don't, don't know. Yeah, why is she? So come? he's unconscious and he's yeah. on a. He's waking up on another couch. Yeah, so he's waking up <laughs> on his couch where he normally wakes up on. I, I guess he was gonna wake up there anyways, but his couch is now slit because they were searching for something. Yeah. And so this is he's he's waking up from the chloroform now. The cushions are all slit and there's. And she his, just she just assumes that he's waking up. On his the maps and papers are all strewn about. Yeah. She goes, I went to your office, but the janitor said you might be here. And he's like, shaking, he's shaking his head. He's got a, probably got a huge headache. He's putting water on his face. She's just like, man, this guy like drinks more than I do. That's what she's thinking. It looks like they shot this in the boat, Randy. Yeah, it looks, totally does. Because there's, there's a... There's bad lighting. Yeah, the lighting, he's got a shot. you got a really obtrusive shadows there. Um. Well, that's interesting, but I it's, I have a hard time believing they shot that outside of the cabin, but maybe they did. Yeah, they, I, I don't even know if they could fit the camera on there, though. Well, there's a, always a window on the side. There's a little window there, a venting window, but I I saw some of the, I have to admit, I looked into some of this, researched some things, but not thoroughly, you know. And there is some footage of them making this movie on the internet. I don't know if you've seen that, but no, it's amazing how big the camera all. rig is. Yeah. It's it's was, a giant camera. Yeah, this they, is the old big 35 millimeter one. Yeah, right? so, so I don't they, know how they... Plus, I think this is widescreen. Well, I don't know if it's wide. I don't know what the... I don't know what format yeah, this is, but it is wider is. than when I saw it on TV. That's yeah. for sure, but... It looks, it looks, it looks great, though. See, they would have cropped out that... See how there's that dumpster on the dock or yeah. a little storage container no, on the I dock? Know. It doesn't... Yeah, this is definitely not in sets because... You wouldn't put look at that. Look at that's like a main thing. Is that that little storage container back there on the dock? What do you think of yeah. that? Well, if this was a Frankie Latino movie, that that you'd never have that shot because he wouldn't. He would not have st stood for something that bland and ugly. Really, he would. Shot. No, he would. We would spend half a day trying to have calling people to, to move that thing off there. Really, I didn't. He's I, meticulous. So that's another film director you've worked with, I guess. Oh, yeah. Frankie Latina. I think you, you you might know him. Well, so, so then um, he's calling someone. No, he got, he just got a call from her father, Kosterman, 
Well, how yeah. come everyone's smoking and talking on phones in this Costume movie? Costume and call, call. Well, everyone smoked and talked on phones back then. So he, no, he called her and he says, my daughter's missing again. Do you think you can find her? And he's, and, he, and he's like looking over at her and he says, he goes, I might be able to. It might not be easy. <laughs> he says he's right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... Her father has a getting is getting a cup of coffee and a cigarette, so I'm gonna get it's I'm gonna get a refill on oh, mine. Okay. So you keep you keep yeah. going with this. So now, now, now she says she's trying to get her pin back. So she lost this diamond pin, and that's what they they keep trying to figure out this diamond pin. And she says she says i just do anything to get that pin back mr Allen. Okay, I so just now do, there's I lost do jewelry mixed into the whole thing yeah and he says i appreciate what you're often offering sweetheart but uh as if there's a great shot of the what's i guess somewhere in miami that looks looks dreadful yeah that's what is that who is that guy i don't even know who it is okay now um now he's back to his little fedora yeah he's back to the the sleazy hotel with the the guy with the bad teeth some of these doors with the um these slats are starting to look uh familiar like they use those doors in the last studio setup as closet doors and now they're they swapped them out in here no they had those doors were everywhere though i mean i love those doors the slat with the slats the slat yeah, doors that's like in, in the in my in florida okay it's really common type of door there's a lot of venetian blinds and a lot of Wood slat doors. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't remember much about your trip, though, down there, do you? Nope. Where'd you stay? Not in Miami. Didn't stay in Miami. I've been to Key West twice. Did you go to Cape Canaveral? I've been through there, yeah. Key West. Maybe we should do a Key West movie. I'd love to go to Key West again. It's. I mean, I, it's not as good as it used to be, of course, but nowhere as I guess. Look at the radio on that bed. No, wait a second. Is this the hotel? Is this the guy's room? This is. And I'm confused. Where this, this is. is. He's in his. He's in his friend's room who works at the it's, hotel. Yeah, but I don't know room. if he works. Yeah. I don't know if he lives at the hotel. Look, he's got a bottle of that. Remember that wine from the '70s? Is that Matus? Something like that. How did you pronounce that? I forgot. No one remembers that wine. The guy's coming after him. He said something. I missed it. Oh, that's good. The guy cooks in his room. He has a little coffee pot there and a fry yeah. pan. Oh, yeah. And so, so yeah. So, uh, Tony picked up the frying pan as a weapon now, even though he's probably got a gun. Of course, he's got a gun. But the frying pan is. Yeah, but even look how tall that guy is compared to Frank Sinatra. Still, that guy could take him. Oh, so this now he's got his suit on and his hat. So that's. This was after. So the, 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 this is the the next day. Now he's got his serious uh, detective garb on. Yeah, now he's seriously on the case. He's angry now because someone was listening through the slats. <laughs> he, he heard someone. That looks like a door. real little apartment house on the water. There, though, they jump. They're in the backyard, yeah. and it's basically right on the water. Yeah, it's great. It's a, so it's maybe a he did live at the hotel. Maybe yeah, he beach. did. Maybe he had a back room at the hotel, but I doubt it. And here's here's a Sinatra running across the sand wearing a suit, dress shoes, and they they obviously yeah, but even look at him how he runs. No, they didn't get an extra <laughs> for him to show him run because it's like no one would run that badly. 
Yeah, it's, look at all those old cars. That looks pretty good. He's the, yeah. I I'm guessing they just used the cars that were around here too, because there's just so many cars, and they don't. The sense I get about this movie is even is even though it's like sort of big, but look, that's kind of like a handheld shot. It it's kind of like a low budget movie in a certain way, don't you think? Yeah, well, I, I probably what it was probably is this all set up. Well, I don't know. What, is what everyone in the background? Means? They're hired. Are those all? No, no, I'm I'm thinking that they might have used. That's all extras. Yeah, some places I think they might have used. Uh, I don't. Who knows? I don't know. Someone. So, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff that people talk about when they talk about movies. That kind of. Uh, she, uh, now she's at Sue Lyons at it his It doesn't office. really matter that much. Yeah, the people talk about that that kind of um, trivia, and I, I hate trivia. Yeah, they just don't give a shit okay, about trivia. Okay, well, so we'll try to avoid trivia. I don't yeah. want to get on. Yeah, but I, I do like the cars, though, and and it seems like I'm, I don't know what kind of car he has. Um, it's like Sue Lyons driving a, a Mercury Cougar. He's got a convertible that's like a really nice blue color. It's a little bit two tone, and I'm thinking it might be like a. It has fins. And I'm wondering if it's a Ford because there's a lot of Mustangs in this. It's movie kind of too. beaten up though. Yeah, it's beat. It's they they made a definite choice to have a. You'll see it like at one point where that one of the quarter panels is totally like without paint. They made a definite choice to use a, a beat up car uh -huh. for him to 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 uh, to symbolize that he's not doing that well, money wise. Well, you don't learn too much about him. All you know is he's an he's an ex cop and he's he's friendly with a few people, but they're kind of. They're the kind of friends it doesn't even seem like they're close friends. Well, the main thing is he's a gambler. Oh, he's a gambler. Yeah, I didn't so know that. Well, how are you supposed to tell he was a gambler? No, no, at, the be at the beginning, so the, the, fir the first shot, well, anyway, here's the, here's the scene where a, a guy's whittling a sailboat. Like he's coming over to this. This is where it gets, the plot He's gets, whittling at night. Yeah, the plot gets very convoluted and confusing here. But yeah, but how would it be whittling at night? That's a, a guy funny. sitting on a outside... In the moonlight, he's the moonlight. whittling a sailboat. Whittling a sailboat, but that, but it's a set that already has a sail on. So if you're going to make a sailboat, do you put the sail on before you finish whittling the bottom? Maybe he was just adjusting. That's a nice old kind of rundown mansion, though. Look, there's at the pool. Yeah. Empty pool. There's an empty pool. I wonder what place that is. This is you know this is when they used to make they would make night shots by just dialing down the light this is really it's really sad um because now you could you could have beautiful shots here dark shots um but that's how they had to do it i don't know what he's going he's going upstairs he's trying he's tracking down some address yeah he's tracking down somebody and he's probably gonna fight you know pretty much what every time i've i've ever watched this movie i when a scene comes when there's some some shooting and fighting i kind of tune out and miss the plot the, but anyway uh, at the beginning when you the first shot with the the zoom they do the zoom where they um at the end of the tony rome song they do and it's just like a woman on the beach with a, in a bikini they zoom in on her butt yeah and then it, it's a direct cut to a man's butt with a with a uh boxing shorts yeah and it's a boxer so he tony rome's at the boxing rink where he hangs out and he's just lost a bet with somebody yeah but the thing you avoided dealing with randy is that 
the first part of that scene, it's supposedly the camera's eye view of what Tony Rome's seeing. Yeah. So the zoom in is what Tony Rome's eyes are seeing. Yeah. And then it cuts to. Yeah, it cuts to the. The, yeah. To Tony Rome looking at a boxer. Right. Yeah. So you're trying you're trying to give that a, the movie a queer reading now, right? No, I'm not. No, no, no. I, watch I'm, out when you're talking about Sinatra. <laughs> no, no I, Randy. No, I'm. I'm. What? I, it is a notorious thing because someone made. I, I think other people have made fun of how how lowbrow that is. But yeah. No. It's. It, oh, thank you. Uh oh, we better not have this right here. This looks like a snack came in. I go. We'll have to. Um, well, I don't think we'll be able. To, if I start eating that, um, of course, during the fight scenes, I could eat popcorn. Yeah, this fight scene is really pretty lame. Oh, yeah. he would have been oh, thrown man, out the window I, by I, now. I just hate. I, no, that's all right. No, yeah, sorry. Right. Thanks. No, so you're saying Tony Rome's a gambler because he gambles on boxers? Yeah, he, well, he, he, he gambles on everything. Probably horses mostly, but he he says there's a, a scene at some point where he's talking to. He's got this ongoing fl flirtation throughout the movie with Jill St. John's character, and she's trying to pick him up, essentially. And he's just kind of blowing her off uh -huh. for whatever reason. He's like, he seems to be not interested in her, even though she's really coming on to him. And um, and and he, and she says at some point, "Why aren't you married?" And he says, "It's because I'm a gambler." And uh, uh-huh yeah he's again and, he, and he said that's no kind of life for any kind uh, that's no kind of uh he's he's essentially saying you can't be a gambler and be married because it won't work or he's not that big of a gambler because he won't gamble on the right lady well that could yeah you could you could say that How about that yeah you could say that yeah he's maybe that's part probably what the real gamble in life is gambling on someone you really love randy well, maybe that's maybe he's gonna come to that conclusion eventually in this movie. I'll bet you it'll be too late. He might be, you know, you, you know. Uh, what the sense I get is the sense I get from watching cr my short watch of, of skipping around and watching little parts of this is that his character doesn't get much of anything in this whole. He doesn't get much out of this whole movie at and all. He gets a, got that hundred dollars. That may be it. Well, he still hasn't found the diamond. He's looking for the diamond pin. That keeps coming up. Well, Sue Lyon's looking for the diamond pin, and then the, when the guys came to chloroform him, they asked for the diamond pin. Everybody thinks he's got this diamond pin, and that's that's like they think he has it, but they're holding out. He's holding yeah, out. They think he's holding out. Now he's back at his office, and his partner is laying under the desk, and he's got a with a there's a gun there, and he's got been shot in the head. So he's back in his office. His partner's there, dead. Oh, I didn't know he had a partner. This is just after the scene. Well, that's his ex-partner. That's the guy, the hotel guy. Oh, that's the that's the, oh, uh, yeah, the his, his ex-cop partner. I see. Ex, it was his, I think it was his ex-detective partner. Ex-detective partner. So he was on the police force. Then he, All then, right. he then he got to he got his private detective agency. He had a partner. I don't know how he split up with his partner. There's those little cone lamps. Hey, there's one of those lamps you pull down from the to the from the ceiling and it yeah, extends I love, on the I love cord. all those lamps. Well, he found a gun at least. Yeah. So now he's 
Now he's making some phone calls. Look, the ceiling is 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 has the water damage. Like there was a hurricane that came through and and water was dripping through the ceiling. Yeah, is it? yeah it looks weird. It's not, well, I I I used to have a desk lamp like that, but it didn't have like the two things. So it had just one of those lamp hoods. I love it's my favorite desk. Here's lamp. another scene of them on a phone. This is yeah. great for. Yeah, you'd think we're watching a Frankie Latino movie with all this phone calling. I was back in his his car. He's going somewhere else again. I don't know what happened in that scene where he, he fought those guys. That just. Yeah, I watched it ten times. You got I'm lost totally during that. I've always been lost. So now here's he's back to the Kosterman mansion, and uh, he's going to talk to. Well, there's an Rudy. organ. That mansion even has an or a giant. Church organ in the corner yeah, over huge, there. It's a huge. <clears throat> well, it's like it's not even a Hammond, right? It's like a legitimate church organ. Yeah, and I wonder if that's. Well, no one will ever. Are there any nightclub scenes? See, the only thing is, I would watch a movie like this just to see one nightclub scene. Yeah, I think some night there are some nightclub scenes coming up. Even if it was a phony nightclub. So so far we've been in a lot of offices in this this house and uh, and a bunch of really shadowy rooms. So now he's he's talking to. Uh, I started out as a bricklayer. That's a twenty famous, million dollars later. Yeah, that's a famous. No class. That guy's a famous character actor. He talks really. Yeah, Simon o Oakland. Simon Oakland. Is it Simon? I don't know. I don't, yeah, um, he's he was that guy's in it. That guy was in everything. He's a he's a really good actor. He's doing a better job. He's one of the better actors in this. No, he's a good actor for sure. Well, and then even though he just writes wrote him a check, he's got a he's got a good uh, he's got a kind of a good part in this movie too oh. because he's he's like everyone's afraid of him except for Tony Rome. Police are even afraid of him, so you know that's why he's got he's got a lot of influence. So there's his, his wife. Seems to be some mystery involving with costume uh, his wife, who's played by Jenna Rollins. Do you know Do you know if her name is pronounced Jenna Rollins or Gina Rollins? Do you know? I don't know that. Now, what are they? They have a are they had a chess set here. It looks like a Chinese yeah. chess set with Chinese yeah. figures. Is the I never knew. I never. She's from Wisconsin. You know, she's from. Oh, Wisconsin. I didn't know that. That's yeah, so you know, know she's that. in a. She's, she's like, my favorite actress, like uh, uh, ever. I think. I'd probably say Gina Rollins. I think, I, I think I heard Peter Bogdanovich say Jenna, and so I just I just okay. kind of assume that Peter Bogdanovich is right, but who knows? But she's still she's still alive. You might run into her. You could ask her. I don't know much about her. She well, she's married. You know, she was in all those Cassavetes movies. She was married to Cassavetes. Oh, okay. So right around this time was about between maybe Faces and another one. It was after Faces, but before. Then she was in, you know, um, Woman Under an Influence. That's the early seventies, I think, which is just like the best ever. Woman Under the Influence. 
Well, she's doing a pretty good job here, and I can't even it's hear. Not a, well, it's not a good. It's not a. It's not a great. It's not a very good part. Would you call it a bit part or a? It's it, it's like a, it's a, it's integral to the movie, but it's not much for her to do. She's gonna hire him. Yeah, now, yeah. So his whole family's your, hiring your apartment, him. To your look. husband hire, and it's in, they're in the same. They're like in the next room in the house. Like, so if everyone, this is one of those movies where if everyone got together in one room, there wouldn't be much of a movie because they would solve it, right? how they could stop it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah, so the, her husband, she hired him, she's hiring him, her husband hired him, and her daughter hired him. Yeah, And the, the guy that found the daughter hired him. So he's been hired by yeah, four people. Yeah, four people now. And he has, how much money total has he made so far? He's, well, now I'm keeping track. Yeah, no, I, I didn't hear how much he got there. Are you working hard enough? Do you know, since I took this job, I've had to turn down two offers to go to bed, and I never want to work that hard again. Never. That's my Sinatra imitation. Is he counting? Is is he counting the time he was chloroformed for free? <laughs> yeah, he seemed like he enjoyed it. So now he's calling his friend um, with the police from their from the phone on their table with a statue on it. <laughs> and then the guy came in. That's um, you can't even see who it is. It's too dark. At least on your TV. That's Sue Lyon's um, husband. It looked like who's, the dormant. Kind of like a, a a gold bricker. Okay. <laughs> He's just like, you're, you're, okay, now he's at the police station. He's talking to Santini, his friend who's in the, uh, there's mug shots on yeah, the wall. Look at this shot here with the light in the, in the foreground. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting really artistic here. But the, look, there's a, on the right, see that this is an incandescent light on the right. And then on the ceiling, they're using fluorescent, fluorescent lights that are totally green. Like you never, ever, See that in a, in a movie? Yeah, that looks you know, pretty good. Doing different lighting sources, the like the only one you see. Yeah, it could be enhanced by your TV colors, but yeah, I see what you're totally saying. Totally green. The only the person who does that is Wong Kar Wai, who'll do that. The, the weird different lighting sources. <laughs> People when they first start, saw Wong Kar Wai movies, they're going like, "He's out of his mind," because he you can't do that because it, it's totally strange looking. But well, yeah. How often do you have? conversations in a police station where you're oh who's the director of this movie anyway like we're i don't know we're, we're completely doing an incorrect uh um i can't keep all these names podcast. straight who's the director he's uh we'll ask our technical team here for the director's name he's prop who gordon douglas. oh gordon douglas do you know that's familiar to you i yeah he he was like he he, he directed like uh Stuff through like, I think like pre-sound. <laughs> I don't know. He's one of those guys. Who was oh, so he was older. Christopher. He was an older forever. Like, this is like getting near the end. You think he I was think. Frank Frank Sinatra's friend? Uh, I don't know. A yeah. lot of these people no, in the well, movie he, were Frank Sinatra's. He, he was friend. in other movies, Gordon Douglas movies, like some of those, like maybe one of those ones with uh, named after one of his hit songs. Oh, okay. He was he was in other Gordon Douglas movies for sure, at least one. Oh yeah, no. So now he's back at Jill St. John's apartment. Is it like early in the morning? 
Yeah, it's really early. She said it was like 6 a.m. or something like that. What's she doing up? And she goes, coffee or screwdriver? That was her. <laughs> hey, she has. <laughs> because it's early in the morning. She has coffee or a screwdriver. And so she's and she's making a, a screwdriver, but he's having but he's having a screwdriver with gin, which is normally uh -huh. a screwdriver is made with vodka. Well, see, I the thing is, Randy, I still imagine Miami being just like this. Like, look at that shot. Isn't it still yeah. like this down there? It's got to be. That's a, that's a great shot out that out of that hotel room. The camera just spun around, and then you get her out in the. She's got all her. So she's making a screwdriver. She's got her liquor and her on her her balcony. In the her sun. Ice buckets out there. Her, well, it's really early. Early. I mean, it's probably late for her. Actually, she probably hasn't been to bed yet. What do you think she was doing all night? Oh, he fell asleep on the floor? Yes, yeah, he's asleep on the floor. On Whose the idea was that? On the carpet. Because he was, he was, like, he was uh, investigating all night. So she's going to lie on the floor with him and they're going to fall asleep yeah. in the sunlight? Yeah. No, this, this, this scene is really a great, a great scene. Like for all the bad stuff in this movie, this is like one of the... Um, Kind of remarkable scene. So she goes, I guess that would be a great way to wake up in, vodka for me. in uh, Miami. He's half Beach. asleep laying on the carpet of her of her uh, townhouse here. And now she's like laying on the floor with him. They're like both laying That's a good shot. on the carpet talking. And she's she's kind of talking about her philosophy and her uh he gets to see the dust her, skirts her of life. those upholstered chairs and the legs of those her funny little furniture she has in yeah. her apartment she's complaining about a guy that she met who wanted to her to drink brandy and ginger ale she's appalled brandy we could be having this podcast in a similar ale. situation like that under your little oh, side yeah. table yeah, over there. it could be laying on the car carpet I mean, it would have been a good idea actually it could lay on the carpet next to the table legs of course you didn't you don't have any screwdrivers here but i had orange juice earlier to get in the mood of miami beach Oh, yeah. But now I'm just going straight coffee with this uh, podcast. This is going to be yeah. a long... We've only gone, what, 45 minutes into this already, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, a long, that's a long movie. Might have to be a two-parter. Now, she's making some case that... She's telling him some backstory here. Yeah, no, he keeps going go, He keeps going to her for information because she's involved with the, all these... She's totally integral to the... The whole mystery. She's involved with these people. Yeah, but what's the mystery? Um, where the brooch? Where the pin is? Yeah, it was. It's where why, the jewelry is? Why the, the, the why the uh, why they're so worried about this pin? Okay. Um, All right. And so he keeps going back to her for information, and she keeps trying to hit on him. She, so you you think she's trying to hit on him in this scene right now? Well, no, she's just been very friendly. She she's very she's she she's kissed very, him. She's very attracted to Tony Rome, but he's just kind of like. Well, he's oh, not. I can't be bothered. Whatever he's doing, yeah, he's not I making it seem like she yeah. is attractive. Yeah, she's like laying. She rolled over on her back now, and uh, he just can't be bothered because he's like his 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 mind is just going like. Even though he's, he's half asleep, his you know mind what it is. is he's twirling. broke. I think he's broke. When you're that broke, you don't mess around too much. You he's just, just got all that money, huh? He probably owes his bookie, though. <clears throat> He's just, yeah, I, th I don't know what. It doesn't make, it's a little strange. Yeah, so like, 
like they're 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 totally going to have sex right there, and he puts on his hat and he's like on his way. He goes, I intend to take that care of that later. Oh, now they're kissing. So this is the this is the first time they're kissing, right? I think. Well, she gave him a little peck on goes, the. Well, I don't know. And he goes, yeah, he pats her on the butt, and he goes, "Oh yeah, you're going to be my next case." Is that that's what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making that up? <laughs> so I heading back toward, towards his boat, <laughs> and, he, and, the, and, the, and that song comes on again, and uh, he just kind of he's kind of like shakes his head, and, the, and I, I think you hear the. Oh, that was good. There's a postman that shows up at the docks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the, the postman has brought his mail. And there's the guy he he hired this guy to uh, to fix his boat, and he charged him two fifty. To fix what? After it got torn got oh. torn apart. Oh, so now the upholstery is redone yeah, and everything. That's really great. He acted like the guy was ripping him off for two fifty, but he's like he had to sell up his two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, so he had to sell up his couch. How much was two hundred fifty dollars worth in nineteen sixty seven? Two hundred fifty. No, but comparable. I mean, how much? I don't know. Probably, probably a couple thousand. Well, I looked that up once because I looked up because you could have bought you could have bought an Andy Warhol pin. There's a diamond diamond pin. Did he get that in the mail? He got it in the mail. I never noticed that. Okay, so he got it in the mail. Now he's at a pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's at a pawn shop, which is this great pawn shop. Look, there's. Um, so, Randy, in 1966, well, you could have bought an Andy Warhol painting, I don't know what size, for 1600 bucks from the gallery. Yeah, but nothing And you could have done it in three installments. Yeah. yeah. So... I could live off that now. Well, I don't know. Look at this. Look at the, the guitars are all like $20, $24, which seems expensive, because you, you could get those same guitars for the same amount now if they're crappy guitars. Well, there was a... Like... Is this an accurate representation of a pawn shop? Is this a yeah? Probably it's probably a real one. Yeah, but there's a neon sign that says loans there. That looks kind of suspicious. That's probably that's probably a Miami pawn shop. So now there's a woman who looks completely out of place to this movie. I'll bet you she's some famous actress though. Yeah, probably. We have to look that up. We should look her up. She comes in to his office. Where apparently his, they cleaned up, got his dead partner out of there. I'll bet you she's really famous. I'll bet you she was in movies in the yeah, 30s. She looked like she was one of those she, tall actresses. Maybe she's was, like a vaudeville person. I don't know who it is. And he's got this Jewish newspaper over his head, sleeping in at his office. There's a Hebrew language newspaper on his face? Yeah, over he's what? What's that? Is that some kind of... I think it's just that he... Put it over, you know, I don't need, had the newspaper there. Anyway, the, the, this woman came to hire him, and she said he, she lost her pussy cat. This is the worst scene in the whole movie, and it, sh- and it shouldn't even be in here. So he's woken up yeah, from just, a snapping on his couch like he normally does. He's sleeping in his office again. And she goes, and she, and she starts calling her pussy cat a pussy, and so he just kind of, Goes along with it, and, and and this is like a scene where, where the two actors went to see how many times they can say pussy in one scene, and and get away with it. 
Well, I bet you that maybe that did turn some heads back now. Yeah, sure, now I'm sure this, people were roaring people with would, laughter. People would, yeah, they would. <laughs> I don't know who would be into that. Yeah, I can't meet your pussy. No, uh, you try the Burns Agency. They specialize in pussy that won't smile. Yeah, but the best the best thing about this whole scene is he's woken up from sleeping in his own office. Yeah. I think that's the greatest part about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and 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 as she's leaving, Sue Lyon comes back in. With now the, she's wearing the yellow dress again. She's got three. She's got three dresses that are exactly the same. She's got the yellow one, the green one, and the beige one. She's kind of. Those are kind of blah dresses, but they must have been kind of trendy at the time. The minimal. Yeah, those. Probably, they almost look like those Asian dresses. It's like a sleeveless. I don't know what you call those. And she comes Smock? in. And she, she she says, "Are you are you sleeping again?" So she's not even made out to be. She's made out to be an alcoholic. Yeah, she's an alcoholic. And he, and but you wouldn't know it by you would only know it if you if if you saw her knocked out. Right now, she doesn't seem like an alcoholic. Well, it's the morning, and she's just yeah, she's up early. <coughs> so he and he asked her for a cigarette, even though he's got cigarettes there. Yeah, but he had, he had to walk over to his desk to get one, I guess. So was, Jill Jill St. John's not an alcoholic, but she's supposed to be an alcoholic. Yeah. Is Tony Rome an alcoholic? Well, yeah, yeah, it goes without saying. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> But he's a functional alcoholic. He's a functional alcoholic, a functional gambler, a uh -huh. functional womanizer. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he he hasn't womanized anyone. Uh, but understand. he's but he it's in his past. You know that it's in his past. So now they're back at the police I don't station know if you'd know that from this movie. You'd only know it because he's Frank Sinatra, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you, assume, you assume that because he's... I, I'm trying to get out of the fact that he's, he's it's Frank Sinatra. He's been, married before. he's been married before. Yeah, but when you go into this movie, you're supposed to... Are you supposed to get out of your mind? You're supposed to have the suspension that he's not actually Frank Sinatra as a private detective, or... Are you supposed to keep that always in your mind? No, I think you're always supposed to keep it in your mind that you're um, that he's Frank Sinatra as a private detective. Okay, so why didn't they put in? Why Frank didn't Sinatra. they could have used a scene? They could have shot him singing at the at the Fontainebleau. Well, he's not he was, he's not Frank Sinatra the singer. He's he is Anthony Rome, but uh, I think they could have just they they should have just recorded oh. one of his live sets at the Miami Hotel and, and they could have made a legendary thing out of that instead of making this movie. Here's a really low-rent set setting. <clears throat> it's some building with a bell on the door. When he came in, the bell hanging over that made the door open. He's got a radio, a shortwave radio, and a uh, some scales there? What is he? So this guy he's is a fence. A, a fence, yeah. He's a, he's he's a bookie fence. fence or something. Yeah. And... Uh, well, I don't know much about fences except from the movies, you know, so I don't know anything about bookies either. Yeah. Do you think they exist in real life, fence? I don't know. Well, I could use a little more coffee. This is my so wife's he's pin. He's bringing this, it's a pin? Or it's, a, it's an awful or big a, pin. It, does, it looks like $5,000 is kind of inexpensive for that. Now, those pins would be put on that... Oh, thank you. That smock dress that she was wearing. Is that how you're supposed to wear those? I don't think any would, it would look good at that dress at all. I don't, I don't know. No jewelry on that dress. So now he goes out. The bell rings again. He looked at the bell when he yeah, opened the door. It's like, you're not going to miss that. So typically when you do this, 
So the guy's... Uh, my guess is he's going to wait outside the door and see who he calls, right? Is that what he does? Yeah, he's... he's, he's hey, there's those cone lamps again. He thinks those are the same lamps? Yeah, it could be the same ones. So he's like listening to the... He's listening to this guy. He's listening and... Uh, um, check out that painting. You think that's... You think that's Miami Beach painting there behind him? You can hardly see it. Yeah, see, oh, so he's, he's waiting high, there. He's All high. right, that's a good that's a good setup. Oh, look, I got the, the uh, yeah. He took the bell off. There are cigar boxes there. Oh, but, there's but a good he, shot outside. Where do you, where do you think that is? There's a Pan Am Some shopping area in Miami. Travel agency. Jules Langley Jewelers. jewelry shop. So he wanted that guy to know that he listened in. He made a whole point of listening to his phone call, showing him that he was there still. I'm not sure why. Now he needs a phone book, and he's borrowing a phone book where a guy's in the phone booth. You know, that might be Shecky Green. What do you think that little tourist yeah, bus Shecky behind Green. him was? Well, no, Shecky Green, I looked it up. Shecky Green was... He's a character named Catleg. Shecky Green is some kind of comedian. He's a comedian. And it, I happen to know that uh, Frank Sinatra was singing at the hotel. While they're, in Miami while Beach, they're, making, while they're making a movie. And Shecky Green was the comedian at the hotel. He's the, so a lot, like a lot of these people, he was kind of friends with yeah, he's, he's Frank friends Sinatra, you know. And he's in the movie. But that's a disastrous way to make a movie, I think. I wonder he's so tired all the time. He was singing at night, and then God had to get up like 5 a.m. to shoot. So now, now a guy waylaid him, and they went in, and he took his gun, and there, and he's not, he's in the, in some crappy looking apartment here. Uh oh, who's that? The Dutchman called. Someone named the Dutchman. These are these are like some really bad news guys. So there's, oh, there's a dead guy in the bathtub. Oh my that's God. That's the drowned yeah, that's um, the fence. Fence is drowned now. That's the same tile as I have in my bathroom. That what, pink that, tile. That, that pink tile, tile is yeah, similar to. Oh, yeah, I love that tile. Whose apartment are they in? They might be the, the uh, fences. He was going over to see it. So essentially, he got that guy killed by. Uh, Catleg was here to stop him. They both disappeared. I don't right. know. I'm. I'm now. Right now, I'm kind of confused because we've been talking, so I haven't been able to find. No, I've always been confused. It's not. You know, this movie is not even that confused. It's not like it's the big sleep, which has, everyone is always confused. This is kind of funny. They're kicking Frank Sinatra behind a sofa. Yeah. They not. They got him behind. Which so we didn't have to see it. Actually, it made a sort. It made for a cheap uh, action shot. A cheap action shot. Yeah. Well, check out that little Buddha figure in the corner there behind on the mantelpiece. And they that's an actual fireplace, I think, isn't it? You think they'd have a fireplace like it's, that in Miami Beach? Somewhere? Totally, this is totally bizarre. It's just completely bizarre looking sets. Like the, 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 the vases and the flowers and the wall hangs, everything is weird. That's how people decorated back uh, then. And so now here's a big shootout. 
Was do you think there was a lot of crime like this in Miami Beach at this time that happened like this? Probably. So this may have been based on reality. Some of these crime guys would be based on some famous case. Is this based on a famous case? Not, I don't know. That guy in the guy on the beige shag carpeting. So now he's going back to his boat, and the um, newlyweds are still there. Well, that was a close call. I don't know how he got out of that apartment. Uh, no, he did, yeah, he did a, a thing where he, you know, he used his private eye skills and. So he's back at he's he, back at his boat, and there's a a nude woman on his couch, and there's a bottle tipped over. Like she took bottle. her last drink, tipped the bottle over, and then rolled up on the couch with um, bed sheets. I guess the whiskey didn't run out because it was laying outside, and it was like enough. Some of it ran out. Yeah, some of it ran out. So that's that's um, uh, Sue, Sue Lyon again, and she's back. She went back to his boat. So we're supposed to find out why she's motivated to drink so much eventually. Well, she. I think. I think it's because. I think they. She's an alcoholic. They make a distinction between the heavy drinkers and the alcoholics. She's too young to be a heavy drinker. She has a she has a definite problem. She's a binge drinker. Yeah, she has a she. I mean, she has a definite yeah. And um and also she's in a in a bad relationship. Is she married? The the yeah the guy that guy was like coming in the mansion at one point he. She's married to this guy. You never see them together. He's like a handsome tennis player. And you, and you type. get the yeah. He's like a tennis player guy. Yeah, you got it. And he's like a, you get the idea that he's that she got married to him to get in with the fam, the rich family. Oh, so she's not the she's she's not a direct relative of. She's a stepdaughter. No, I think she's a daughter. Of she's a daughter. Costerman, but she's yeah. a daughter of the bricklayer of the brick yeah. guy. Well, I'm. So now they're heading on the boat across the Miami Harbor. Frank Sinatra made a little cup of coffee. He has a little percolator there. He's got an autopilot. Well, this is a pretty good coffee scene, as coffee scenes go. You You got a captain's hat. He's got a nice mug. And he has a little hot plate in his... His boat. And I guess the autopilot's on? Yeah, the autopilot, so he's not worried about hitting anything. And um, And where are they going? He's taking her out 50 miles out to the... He's taking her... They're going uh, deep sea fishing. I guess so. Is is that a... um, Is deep sea fishing a a slang term for anything? No, but that's what they do out there. People... I've never been able to figure out really... Oh, no, they're not going anywhere. Wait, he had the autopilot on. They're going right into the famous Vizcaya... They were they were fifty yards off of the coast. So none of that makes any sense. <laughs> no, well, he knew he knew to go back up to the bridge before they ran into the dock there. All right. And so well, when they, just the boat came coming in, and so then, he's bringing her back and her to their family. Her parents house, run okay. out. Yeah, I'm glad you think it's a nice boat. Some people think it's a motel. <laughs> she comes out in a robe, so. Most people would be kind so of she terrified. Didn't, she and didn't, the father comes out and you have a woman the daughter comes off your boat in a robe. Yeah, she didn't have she didn't have much on and then she comes out in a robe. Goes, I don't understand what's happening to that kid of mine. <laughs> I got a little another little item you might have trouble understanding. 
I don't I don't think that's places that far away from Miami Beach. I don't know how far away it is from the hotels, but it was it may be a, a half hour boat ride. Who knows? Yeah. But you see that you see that little stonework behind there? That's the famous that's a famous mansion there and there's gardens all around it and you can go down there and visit. Even though I haven't been there, I've seen a yeah, book I'd, on I'd it. I'd like to go there. I think they've redone it since I think it was it got kind of decrepit for a while or hurricanes crushed we, it. We better go soon or it's gonna be all underwater soon. You think they could remake this movie? Oh yeah. They should remake it. An assistant tennis pro. Oh that's that yeah, that's right. Her husband, you're exactly right. Her husband is an assistant tennis pro. I just guessed that, but I he maybe looked, I saw had the it. tennis Pro look. And uh, another nice hobby. Rome, you're getting out of line. So he's he's just telling him like it is. Tony Rome's, t- he's, he's just not intimidated by this guy. He doesn't even, when he talks to him, you see he, he always sits lower. He like sits down. He's always like on a lower plane. Than, it seems like these guys would get along fine, though. These guys would both be out on their boats, just shooting the breeze out. Yeah. Well, the guy he respects him because he's the only one who talks to him, like he's not afraid of him. Yeah. So he did instantly. But he likes that about him. So oh no! This I this see. scene is totally insane here because he's here's like Joel St. John. There's the a beach classic coming bikini. Out of the water. There's a classic like, bikini like shot. You couldn't even put this on TV now. It, Why? Because it's like it doesn't look airbrushed, and it's, it's almost obscene. Now he's getting some sun in his she comes suit. Out of the he water. has his She's... jacket off, but she has one of those bikinis on before the stretch cloth got involved with the whole thing, where it's kind of saggy. Yeah, saggy. that's how I remember yeah, them, and I always thought that was great. She... But it's nowadays it's kind of looks like your mom's walking around in a bikini. And if you beach. well, if you did this, you know, if you did, like a. Well, she's dried off a little bit. Time went by. They're at the bar. She's probably... Uh, you call that a bar? Yeah, it's the beach bar. He just ordered two beers. But, she, you know, as soon as she he came up there, she runs out of the water. She's so happy to see him. Oh, Tony Rome sitting on the beach in his suit and tie and hat waiting for me. And he immediately gets right back to business. He's asking her about Nimmo. You don't happen to remember in the Batman episode you were mentioning that she have that same kind of hairdo? And I, I think she, I think it was similar. Is that a wig? She did have red. She had red hair. I mean, she's. Does that look like a wig? She's not famous for having red so hair. So that that's a real hair. I think so. She was in a James Bond movie. She was in maybe maybe it was Diamonds Are Forever. She was one of the uh, James Bond. Uh, movie women. Now this is kind of a classic bar scene. It's shot from like if the, if the camera was in the, in the underneath the bar stool. Yeah. And it looks like they're drinking Budweiser, I guess. It looks she 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 doesn't even put like a, a towel around her or anything. And he's like tapping her stomach. They're drinking some crappy beer at the bar now here's a great scene this is like yeah, this, is, the night this is what i imagine a go-go club looks like a show a show lounge in miami beach used to look like and i'll bet you there are still nightclubs like this but who knows yeah it's a direct another direct but they cut. didn't have enough of that like they could have had a minute three minute long scene it would have been fine oh, yeah. well some people would have might have found that 
indulgent. Now, d my theory about this whole movie is at this time they're trying to get tourists to go down to Miami Beach. I think they're all, they're because I think those were pretty new hotels, were. right? So this is this is basically a movie trying to to get tourists down to Miami Beach. Well, maybe it, when they filmed there, maybe they got a lot of access, and for that reason, I don't know. You know, it would only make sense that the movie would be trying to get tourists if the same people ran the movie studio as uh, owned hotels, which is probably likely, right? I don't know how it works. I just because there were a lot, uh, there were a bunch of movies made down there at this time. I mean, when when was that James Bond movie down here? On oh, in my yeah, yeah, there was most of the yeah, a lot of the James Bond movies were made just in. Areas in the south. Well, this was a trendy night. This was the trendiest. This was like a trendy nightclub zone for New Yorkers yeah, to the go 60s. down there, right? Oh, Wouldn't for sure, it? yeah. So you would have been down there in. Oh, this looks year? pretty classy. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. <laughs> See, I went down. I went to Florida in seventy-two with my parents, but I don't think we went to Miami. I don't think we went down that far that south. <clears throat> I went to Walt Disney World. Well, this looks like Cape almost Canaveral. one of those restaurants that would be on in a Four Times Guide or something, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is, actually. Probably should try and figure out what... Um, Who's Camelot Joe? I don't get this part. And they're, Well, they're trying to find Nemo, so she's she's hooking them up with the people she knows to, that can give them information to find this Nemo guy. And who seems to be the key to the mystery now, which he's trying to. So people used on. to get decked out, dressed up, wear a suit, and go out to see a stripper. Well, I don't think there's strippers there. I don't know if there's there's strippers. I think they're more like. She just said a stripper. She oh, said, okay. "Look, I'm not that high on strippers." Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe it was to what degree they were stripping. They're drinking coffee there, though. Do you see that? Yeah. They have coffee cups. So he's just got that his regular strange. suit on. Here's a lot those are those are photographs of the strippers. Just like some glossy. Oh, look! And he goes. He just walks back into a back room. And there's a dark room. And 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 a woman's crying, and she's looking for some. Crying, she's been punched. Oh, she's bleeding. Oh, I don't remember this scene. This is brutal. Why? Who? What does this have to do with anything? Why would there be a dark room there? That's where, where they. Um, I think they were probably making photographs. <laughs> yeah, I know, Randy. <laughs> that's. <clears throat> oh, he just, Who he do you think you are, Tony Romo? He slammed the guys. <laughs> he slammed the guys. They could have cut that whole scene into a out drawer. There. I don't know. I don't. I'm lost here now, totally. Well, as far as I'm concerned, they they we're could about, have about a, half this movie. We're about an hour and a half in. in but, I, but that's not the. I know. I I always thought of this movie primarily. I care about it as a romance. That's the weird thing. Really, it's, and it's a mystery. And to me. What I care about is the, the romance between Tony Rome and, uh, what's her name, Ann Archer, Jill St. John's character, because I think that's what's interesting. So now here's a scene where we, I don't even know why we're seeing this, 
And it's a woman who's gets home and she's talking to her mom or something. And Who is that? What's going on? I have no idea. This is a, it's a very convoluted story. And uh, someone comes to the door and it's, oh, it's Tony Rome at the door. Are you George McKay? I'm a police officer. I'd like to ask you a few questions. That's a woman and her roommate who's... Wait, he's not a police officer. He's looking for Nimmo. He's, he's, he's lying. <clears throat> Maybe he's an undercover cop. Oh, no, he's a... Would that be part of the whole plot that no one knows about? Well, yeah, no one's ever going to know about it. <laughs> yes. Did, they, did the that... Miami Police Department have secret police? Uh, probably. I don't know. No, it's... She's trying to find. He's just on the trail of this Nimmo. That's all he's doing. Not like, like now she's, she's just she's um, undressing in front of him. She well, just, she's she's drunk. She shouldn't be tramping around at that hour and then. She's to, she's just like, totally took her dress off. Is she off. a stripper at that nightclub they were just at? Probably. So they were looking for her at the nightclub, and then he found her at home. Yeah, I think okay. so. All right. Now, now you don't know who these actors are. You should be undressing in front are. of them. And she goes, I do it every night in front of 300 men. How is this any different? Especially when it's, you know, she shouldn't be concerned because it's Tony Rome who's not interested in women. Do you notice when he does that thing sometimes with his mouth where he blows air through his mouth like goes. No. See if you notice, see if you see another scene when he does that. It's very I haven't noticed that. It's significant. He looks at somebody and he goes. Does not. Does that doesn't um, translate to a podcast? I'm blowing air through my mouth, making my lips kind of flap. That's a regular Tony Rome uh, thing. Well, he's this not is gonna... a this is a long, long, sloppy dramatic scene that's hard to even concentrate on. These. Now the woman's these like, women are related. Slapping, I think they're roommates. No, I think we're supposed to. I think I think we're supposed to uh, um, infer that they're um, lesbians. Really? Yeah. And well, I, I missed and that I, completely. I see, look, look at his look. Look at the look on his face. It's like, oh, them lesbians. Yep, them lesbians. He's just uh, okay. They're they're like, yep, okay. Do you think they had fun making this movie? Do you think they had a good time, or was this just like a I don't job? think anyone had fun ever making any movie. And if they said they are, they're lying. It's like it's part of their uh, promotional stuff. Yeah, but there so, must have been a reason why he wanted to make this movie. What? Well, he, he's a workaholic, obviously. Now, look, now he's now they're at, at this, this really cheap-looking backyard with a... Baby crib in the yeah, yard. but that's Two exactly kids. how it looks. See, that's how it really yeah, looks this, down there. You know, this I know it looks totally real. This house is like a, this kind of modest house. It's got those flat glass windows. My parents' house had windows like that. Yeah, but you know what? They never show. You know what you never see in these movies in Florida is a real, real good close-up of the crab grass. Oh, right, and now we're seeing like that's it. close, look, but no, you don't look, really. Yeah, but you don't really get to see it. it. So the guy's mowing the grass with a push mower, 
And that's, um, that's uh, his Santini, his friend in the police force. So he's, li he's living by the water, but it's up a canal. So this is what the police aspire to. Yeah, because this is the American dream right here. That's, that's, is drinking a beer on your back porch on a marina. And in the marina. He's only with making a, with one of those fences around your yard. And the fact that he's got this really modest—he's got a modest house—it that symbolizes that he's an honest cop, because he would have opportunities for making a lot of money. Yeah, except he looks like a friend of Frank Sinatra's. That's what throws a. That guy. That guy's the actor. He's in a lot of stuff. I can't remember his name. Um. So they're sitting out there having beers, like two two regular guys. On the case of Turpin, his ex-partner murdered in his office. So, Randy, what's your take on this whole thing with when a hurricane comes and destroys all these neighborhoods like this? Do you think they should build them back up? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of amazed when there's hurricanes that things do get built back. It's just it's crazy. Like, I, I can't picture myself living in a hurricane zone. Would this movie make you want to retire to Miami? Yeah, not, no. Well, the movie does, but um, climate doesn't. Look at, his, look at his shoes with the green bottoms on his those canvas. Those are like Keds. He's wearing like blue Keds. Blue Keds with green soles? The tennis shoes. That's cop off-duty would wear. So now it cut right to a Here's scene. Here's another where, hotel going up in Miami Beach. With the improbably fast freight elevator. See, it says the Sheraton right there. Foreign yeah, Ambassador foreign Sheraton. Should we look that up to see if that's still there? Yeah, Foreign Ambassador Sheraton. So that's one of Kosterman's projects, I think. He's like, he's out there in his hard hat yelling at guys. You got to stop talking and start working. There's construction guys working back there with cigarettes. In the yeah, oh, yeah, they're, they, yeah, they have cigarettes all the time. There's like a classic SUV Bronco or something. That's a great car. Yeah, that's a, that looks like it's um, the company vehicle for the... Yeah. There's, there's his wife came up in that Cougar again. What was your wife's maiden name? That's none of your damn business. Look, Rita didn't do it. That's what you're thinking. He's, he's suspecting a lot of... Uh, what's there's that? The, there's the picture of the... Oh, the four ambassadors Sheraton. The four oh ambassadors Sheraton. The four ambassadors of four, four buildings. Four towers. Oh, my <laughs> God. This was... There's the guy that built it. So it was... Basketball. It probably went up a year later, and it was... It's still there, probably. I bet you can get a really... So right while they're talking they in front, a car drove by and did a, they did a drive-by shooting. And they're right across from Mount Sinai Hospital, fortunately. Did you see those pallets? Oh, no, they were, they were, this is, that was a thing? cut. This is a new scene. So that now, they're at the, now they're at the hospital um, after Kosterman got shot by a... Hey, this is one of those shooting. nurses' caps. You never see those anymore. Yeah, that's great. See, he's out in the hall smoking in the hospital. And uh, yeah, he's got a cigarette still in the. In, oh no, they're in the waiting room. They're smoking in the waiting room. And uh, the tennis 
That's the tennis bomb there. Look at the the blinds on that window. Those are great. Just all the places that had sun. It was really good. That that hospital looks like it's right on the water. Protection. Yeah. It's between the highway and the water. There's a pretty good website that breaks down all the shooting locations and the buildings and where they are if they're still there now. I don't yeah. know how. Oh, I never saw that. I have to look for it. But that's getting into some of the trivia. Yeah. But but no, that's great. I guess though. if you went down there, we could. If we went down there, we could uh, look up some of these places. I think you'd want to spend a whole day at that Vizcaya. That's the really interesting place to go. But I don't know if they they might rent it out for weddings or. And then he's back to the there's but the top again. If you want to go down and, and even visit that hospital, I'd be willing to go down and visit that hospital with you. Yeah, I'd like to go visit the all the locations and the uh, so the the the, the drive by shooting car shooting car was a Pontiac. They said I wouldn't be able to recognize. They made that. a point not saying it was a Ford because everyone else has. I don't know what kind of car that that um, Tony Rome is driving. I and. Maybe someone who's listening to this podcast can email us at randyrusselpodcast2000 at gmail.com. It's got fins on it. right? Randy Russell Podcast. Maybe we could maybe we could offer a prize up if someone yeah. answers right. They, they, can be a, they can be a guest host on the podcast if they live in the area. And uh, talk about their car expertise. I don't know I don't know car old cars uh, and and for the most part. I mean it's easy to recognize the Cougar and the Mustangs. You know, Randy, this movie reminds me of Harper. Which is about the same time as Harper? Probably about the same time, but Harper's out on the West Coast, and it's the same kind of thing. It's kind of like the these competing people hiring a detective and um, uh, but that's that movie's almost even sort of more pathetic than this one for the whole I can't remember if I've seen Har- Harper I, or not but it, it's surprising how how blah it is and it just but it's Paul, Paul Newman right yeah but still he doesn't it's, I, it's I like Paul Newman at his worst though at his very worst I like Paul Newman even but I, I but I, I don't remember if I've seen him maybe I never saw Har- Harper It'd be weird if I never saw it So now they're just, this is, there's a lot of this, a lot of this is very boring. They get, but there there is a bedpan. That's a bedpan, right? That's, the bedpan makes a big delivery amazing. there. Like what? You could have moved that bedpan when you did this scene and making a huge point. It's in the exact center of the screen. And you could almost say it's like, a piece of art. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's blue. <laughs> it's got the it's the Miami. Blue. It's a sculpture there that's yeah. in the museum from the hospital museum, from the hospital I re- collection. I really feel it's like... from the hospital's art collection. Somebody involved in this movie... In a patient's room. Was just... We're saying this this story is so terrible. This story is, is, is the worst mystery ever. I think they and just so rushed through this. I think they just... Sped this out as fast as possible. They're really, they're really making a point of making it. To, I think they cranked uh, this out to a visual, into a very visual movie, though. Maybe they kind knew this would movie. end up on TV. 
This is it looks like a TV show to me, but I don't know. Look at this. Do you this remember, goes on and on. What are they? They're not even talking about anything. I interesting. think that, no, no. It's just like you, you can never follow it. I've seen it ten times, and I can never follow the story because I get too bored with it. Do you, did you do you remember that? I think that that director did one of those in like Flint movies. Do you remember those movies? Those the were Flint? terrible. I love those movies. Well, I know, but, they, but the, uh, James Colburn—they're so it. weird. But I think that's the same. I think that's the same director, but. You kind of, you kind of don't know at the point when they're making this movie, who had making a lot of these visual ch choices. You know, I think that maybe just watching with the sound off is a great way to watch it, though. That it's just better because because it is because it's so it is very visually interesting. It's probably making me like it more than I ever liked it before. Did you ever see the detective? That Sinatra is in maybe a, maybe a year after this. I don't it's, remember it's that. It's called the Detective. It's all it's in the New York area, I believe. But it's got he he looks exactly the same, but he's I think he's actually a, he is a cop. He's got the same suit, but it's pretty good. That's a, that's a, that's worth watching. It's hard to make these detective movies, but to make them really last and stand up, because only the this is like. A dregs of the dregs of a, you know, it's like a competition of I'll which one is going to last the longest or something for the detectives. Oh, by the way, Dave. But, you know, people in Miami, they would they would read these detective books. If you go down there, I'm sure nowadays you go down there and there's people retired and on vacation. They're reading these on the beach. They read the detective books oh, yeah. on the beach. Well, I read, I read them, the detective. I mean, I, there's a lot, I know there's a lot of Miami area detective books well this was based on a book what was the guy's name albert he's one of those marvin albert he's one of those sort of marvin i don't know what you call him popular detective writers who wrote i think mystery maybe, writers yeah mystery writers who wrote may, maybe several series and i think i read that this was like a very short series maybe like a three book series the anthony rome series and this was the first one was this did you one. see the name of that you see the name of that um that bar there vaca cut yeah you see what, that? what yeah, was that that's a weird name vaca cut vaca that's they, somewhere was in Miami a, that was a good about. aerial shot of it is that like a helicopter shot probably like an expensive shot for that to to, to uh for this dumb scene that i don't even remember ever seeing this scene before What's he looking for now? Some other clue? Yeah, so here's, here's the, uh, he's trying to get money out of this guy. Who's this is a, a hotel. Look, there's the keys behind him. And the, the, they're, they're, the hotel key tags, there's, those are like Iron Cross. What does that mean? That's a, it's like a Spanish symbol. Oh, Spanish okay, maybe balloons. Spanish. Okay, that's Spanish. I didn't mean to read, read, read anything into it. He's looking for the... There, there are, at this time, I think there are people looking for treasure off the coast of, of Florida, different places. Well, they still are. Shipwrecks all over the place. And, and I they think, could have mixed well, up shipwrecks in this movie. I think, well, the, the sequel to this, I think they are looking for a shipwreck. 
at the beginning of the, the sequel, Lady in Cement, they're out in the boat and they're and and they go and they're scuba diving and they're I think they're looking for a shipwreck and they see a see a woman who's been murdered and look how bored Frank Sinatra looks. He's not only bored. It looks like I think one one guy was theorizing that he was so bored making this movie that. That added to his character is that he's this bored detective. Oh yeah, no, I think it's to, it's totally the personality of the he's he's well he's j- jaded first of all. He's just totally he's experienced. He's jaded. He's seen it all. Oh, here's another good scene because it's back to uh, Jill St. John. You think she, he was like that in real life? No, I bet he was excitable. So she's she's back at her place. She's making a drink, of course. Got a cigarette. He comes in. And she's going, oh, Tony Rome. Glad to see you again, T- Tony Rome. Beginning to think you made out with that stripper. And uh, and he says, no, she was really ma- out of my league, which is making a joke on her being a lesbian, I think. And then... Um, her hairdo looks like one of her potted plants, Randy. That's a great... That's a great... I love her plant thing on the wall there. If I could do that, I would have plants. Could I put plants on my wall like that? It would improve your situation here much. I think you could, yeah, just cascading spider plants right That's, right over there would look great. I could get rid of that painting. And I put still in. think you might want to do the podcast. So look, he's on the, the, he's on the phone tour. He's on the phone talking to the cop, and he's standing there, and then he starts... And he... And he, he says, get ready, baby, we're yeah. eating. No, he, he was on the phone... And while he was on the phone, while he was on the phone, he was doing a. I mean, he's acting, right? So he's not really on the phone with anyone, and he's looking down her her dress, which is just like it's got like these drawstrings in the front. And yeah, you can see right into there. And he says, "What? You couldn't afford a whole dress?" Something I'll bet like you that. he improvised that line. I'll bet you he was just waiting to say something about it. She kind of smiled like she wasn't expecting it. So now they're they're now they're in a place where there's. Is that that's Rocky Graziani, right? Yeah, so I guess so. Yeah, was he hanging out down there? Was he a friend of Frank Sinatra's? Who knows? Probably. Why is he selling a red tie to him? That's what I don't understand. Is this a gimmick he's a, he's that the I guy missed? that tells ties? Yeah, but you buy a tie from him and he gives you information. Yeah, well, this is this. Yeah, he was buying a tie and he didn't have the money, so he had to ask her for the money. Yeah, but he's they're going into uh, one of those all-you-can-eat seafood places, which are all over the coast there. Oh, and he, and he goes, he, he said he, he said he boxed Jake Lomano. He, what do you think about those starfish that are everywhere, those dried-up starfish? Don't you <laughs> love those? <laughs> well, my, my, my parents, when we, were in, when we went to Florida when I was 12, we bought a bunch of stuff. And then we fixed up our one room of our house. And... Uh, we called our breezeway and um i talk about this on every podcast actually oh really our, breeze, I didn't know our that. breezeway of our house we had this room that we called the breezeway that had those slat glass windows yeah that you roll up my parents always called them jealousy windows yeah and i'm always asking people yeah. i said do you know what jealousy window is i said the only time i ever did you ever hear that term uh just from you oh, okay jealousy window where did they get that that word but we had that Miami room. Beach. So we had the room that had that had the slat glass windows, three on each end, that, that the wind went through. 
Now they're ordering. Uh, hey, there's a there's a tourist boat behind there called the Dream Boat. You see it on oh, the corner yeah. there? It's just going by. They had to hurry that shot to get it in the back. So you had a little sort of like tiki room, or yeah, of our house, Florida room. Yeah. So that that, that we put Dried our we put starfish. we put our we put our fish nets on the ceiling. And then we put our dried starfish in there, and we had those glass bulbs, you know, those glass, whatever those things are uh -huh. for fishermen use, the green and the red glass. Yeah. So it was a total nautical theme. But, and we had, oh, we had a blowfish uh, lamp with, this, with the, you know, the porcupine fish. There goes the dreamboat. You see that dreamboat behind there? So this is some kind of, like, place people ate shrimp at where it looks like the there's sort of like the intercoastal waterway there or something you know where the inner oh like yeah the, there are those little islands out there what yeah, uh, who knows like, where that is but what's it's yeah the the coast there is you know it's a complex geography i can never i can't remember because now I there's a part of this where they for some reason he makes a point of ordering two martinis and one is vodka and one is gin oh, oh yeah that's the run, the running joke in here i think they do it in this scene right here here they come with the martinis. And then he says, vodka over here, and yeah. he takes the gin one. Yeah, he doesn't even let the waiter hand it to him. He takes it right off his the waiter's tray. Like, have you, have you ever done that? When a waiter comes with a drink on your tray, you take it off? You just snatch it off there? It depends on the waiter. Yeah, it's not true. It's like... Some waiters just, it's too, they're too slow. You, gotta, too slow you want that him. drink quick. Look, the cop's drinking look a, how thirsty yeah, he looks. He's drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah, he's drinking his... So he's drinking a gin martini, and she drinks a vodka martini. Now, this is my favorite scene in the whole thing in a weird nightclub in Miami Beach. It's like a, look, there's a go-go dancing area. You see those little, those little bars sticking down there in the middle of the rotunda area? The, see, see, she's dancing in a little, like, that could be in the Milwaukee Museum. They could set that up in there in that circular area. Oh, this place is great. That is that's a that's a really people what, can't dance like that what anymore. Is it, what does it mean? What does this mean, though? Huh? This place. Well, at the I think at the time it was a stand. This was a standard scene. You had to have someone going to information to go well, to a yeah. go-go club. But yeah. that's a great character. Is this woman who's a real loudmouth? Oh yeah, this is a scary looking place. It's like really, it's pretty disturbing. She's Sally's pal. She's everything no Sally knows. He stood. He just the whole movie's just trying they to call follow. her Fat Candy. He's just trying to follow up. Did you see that with information about this fucking Nimmo guy? It's just <clears> like <throat> so boring. Like she's got a great outfit on. Look at it. She's got, she's got these weird kind of polyester pink pants and and kind of a giant um, plastic necklace. No, that's great. That the necklace is like that's that's scary. Those earrings are scary. Still see the. I don't know much about her if she's a famous actress too, but I bet you she is. Yeah, well, I think I know. I, I know. I should have probably done more research uh, prior to this. It almost seems like he got all his friends all to upstage people. him in a movie. Yeah. Is that what he think he planned it? He's like. I'll just I'll just get pay be on my paycheck and use the least amount of energy, and I'll just yeah, because like give. show business friends. Well, they might have all been performing at the same time. Yeah, they could have all been down that, there vacationing. That, uh, where was he singing at? I'll bet you they all hung out together, and I don't know who knows. 
It's hard to imagine that whole scene happening. His name is Vic Rude. Corner apartment, 36 in Jefferson. So she's telling, she's buying more information. She's going to head off. Now, my theory about um, the vodka, making a point of the vodka martini and the gin martini yeah. they have, is this is after James Bond movies have gotten uh, famous. Yeah. They're really big, and James Bond always makes a point of... Uh, no, is that no? That's later when he does. He, he got drink, a vodka martini. Does he, does he drink vodka martinis? Well, anyway, James um, Bond always. The point is, he always has the shaken, not stirred martini, right? Uh huh. Which is completely wrong. Like you never, never, ever shake a martini. And gin martini is is so wimpy <laughs> that I th I feel like Sinatra is making a total point of like men drink gin martinis, vodka martinis are are. Vodka martini is a total lame drink. Now this is supposedly point in the '60s. This is supposedly a um, drug dealer. He's going yeah, to he's get information dealer. from. Yeah. So he's Look, a, he just said, "I sold her H." That was an actual quote from the movie. So this is this is supposedly a drug dealer's apartment or house. I couldn't tell if it was an apartment or house, but yeah, the guy seems like he has, he's a little bit funny. He's even more over the top decorating than any place yet we've seen in a whole yeah, movie. He's got that stat. What is that statue? He's, he's hung his hat on it. So um, Tony hung his hat on the guy's It's a discus statue. thrower. He's now gone. they're watching. Boxing is on. They're TV. waiting for someone else. They're waiting for someone who's hooked on H to come by and get her score, and they're watching a boxing match. He's probably he's pro so he probably has he's probably bet on this uh, boxing match actually. So it's probably in his interest in watching it. Do you remember, did you did you remember the scene in the police station where he calls his bookie from the police station? Is the, the the police his police friend always is making a point of like yeah Tony so you can't call the bookie you can't I call vaguely your remember from, that from the police station I vaguely remember he that gets, he gets really upset and he just he, he does it just to irritate him <clears throat> so now he's hiding in the closet and there's a drug deal going on look at that bar it's one of those padded bars yeah, it's like a oh, padded vinyl so bar with a hidden door oh, there's the door in there. Uh, that's where he's got the works in there. Now this is like an over-the-top TV quality <laughs> well, scene yeah. with with a TV quality like f uh, what's that show? Dragnet. Like a junkie from Dragnet shows up. Oh yeah. She's wearing a pink dress, and you wouldn't normally think she's a junkie, except she's sniveling. And and but she looks like a normal Miami tourist, yeah. right? Yeah, she's, she's or a secretary that works in Miami. Because I need my yes. But I'll bet you there were at that time. I'll bet you there were a lot of drugs going through Miami. Oh sure, yeah. But I don't know if I don't know if that was a typical addict. With she had a oh maybe. Well, the whole the whole thing came, seemed kind of phony. Anyways, he he didn't have to hit that guy. He got his information. He didn't have to punch him. Well, that's because it is of his righteous indignation. 
And then he hides the extra pills or whatever. Maybe she was getting speed pills. Who knows? something in the plant. She's still running out the hallway. Yeah, she was going awful slow for a while there. And he's about to be run over. Yeah, he comes out into an alley. Now, I like the looks of that actress, so I don't know who she is, but I bet you she's kind of a famous actress, too. She's, this is like stock full of these great, you know, but then they waste them all for nothing. And the car crashes, and she's probably dead. And he did some stunt work there where he jumped in a pile of sand. He really put himself over on that one. That's... Okay, so now we're, now we're, this is almost done with, right? We almost, we're into this. Yeah, well, we're getting to this. An hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. Right? Yeah, hope so. Yeah. So what uh, else do you want to talk about? What's the most... We're running out of tape. How how can we go on from here? Are you expecting to review other movies? I mean... Oh, do other movie movie podcasts? Only if the response is good enough. So if you really love this... This approach to the Randy Russell podcast. Send us an email at Randy Russell. No, no, it isn't Randy Russell Podcast two thousand at gmail dot com. Now, would you call this a? You would call this a mystery movie or a detective story? What is this? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, f- a film noir. That's modern. It's a That's neo sixty. Yeah, neo noir detective movie. Um, private eye movie. It's a private eye movie. It's. He's drinking water out of a water cooler. Well, he put in a hard day's work. That's why he's thirsty, I guess. Yeah, he was. So now they have to they have to talk this out. See, I think the longest scenes they wasted, and all the interesting actors they've wasted. Yeah, I guess you're and arguing they could have made a better movie. Yeah, I'm arguing they could have made a much better movie. <laughs> With hardly any more effort. And that's the real shame in this. You know? Like those those filing cabinets there, they look good, but they're not gonna make they're not gonna make you want to watch this movie. Oh, there's there's a And this this disco the, scene is really great, but it's not long enough, you know? Like this is yeah. what people want to see nowadays. They wanna see like people really getting down, going well, you, for you it. You would hear you 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 would have maybe seen the real band. It was probably a real band playing that they used. I don't know. But there's yeah, too many scenes in the dark. This is that's totally dark. It's 100 percent dark. All you can see is, you can see is a cigarette. But I know that, and and I know, and then the um, the solution to the mystery ends up being really anticlimactic too. I may as well say what it is right now. We don't even need to say it, right? Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not um, give the solution to the whole thing, which I don't. I don't yeah, even know because no one want to hear yeah, it. Yeah. Because I don't want to know. This is the time. Of, this is about the time of the movie. If I saw this projected, I would walk out because I wouldn't want to know the ending. Well, yeah. Well, it would be more interesting not to know the ending. But if you if you walked out, the the sad thing is you will miss what is. The climactic romantic scene <laughs> in the movie, which is my which is my my favorite okay. scene in the whole movie. Well, not my fa- favorite. Well, it is. It's you know right up there. It's kind of a really good. I feel like it's a great payoff. I'd say the best 
sequence in the whole movie was his discussion with Jill St. John on the carpet. Yeah, I think that's the best. I agree. I agree that when they're laying on the carpet. So I, I missed that the first time I saw this on television. They both could have just fallen asleep there, almost. But that's yeah, that's a great, a great scene. What is that in the foreground there? It looks like a Chinese dragon. It's a red glass. The giant shrimp dragon. There's a there's a mirror behind him. That's pretty good, because you're not getting any of the production stuff in there. Someone shot the mirror. And it's it's Mrs. Kosterman. With the gun. Mrs. Kosterman tried to shoot him. Yeah. Well, I think she didn't know who he was. He's like sneaking around. He's at an apartment that has Chinese and Jap or Japanese Chinese. Um, this is pretty antiques. It's in it. pretty tasteful. This place. Kind of like that. Kind of like that place. So she's. Would they let you wood panel your apartment in here like that? If you um, wanted to, oh, um, I don't think so. But uh, but you know, I could probably just do it without anyone knowing. Um, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, okay, Nemo. You have some knickknacks and things around your uh, apartment that already. would be right out of this movie, sort of. Yeah, probably, well, some of it is probably is maybe from my parents' house. My parents kind of decorated in this style. Well, anyway, you know, my room, or that room that my parents had, the breezeway room, when I was a senior in high school, I moved my I moved that to maybe that, that in my bedroom. Oh, so I, I see. Like, so, so you I, lived in a little... So I, t I totally took it over as a bedroom, even though it had, like, no privacy, essentially, because it's the room between... There's a door into the kitchen, a door into the living room, and a uh -huh. door into the garage, and then, like full windows on the front and back of the house. And so that, but I turned it, but it was like the, I went in it as my party room because then I could stay up late and not be near my parents' bedroom, play my stereo, uh -huh. and sit in there and drink and uh, have the windows open in the summer and uh, looked really good. And I didn't even move a bed in though. I, I used a, a lawn chair for a bed. So that was the start of my really years without a bed. Yeah, a lawn chair? You mean one of those that had, it was like aluminum frame with... Yeah, aluminum with, frame um, lawn chair. <laughs> with mesh, with little plastic kind of... Really? You slept in that? That's surprising. With a cushion? Yeah, I think it was... Hey, pretty, you know, I'm impressed. Hot. I didn't yeah, know that. Had, Were there yeah. starfish on the walls? And, yeah, and starfish and the nets, bookcase. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, so now they're trying to find out about the pin and Nimmo and the pin and Nimmo and it's like um, last general and what do you think of her outfit? Look at that uh, oh, silver. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a that's sort of a. There's not much going on here, so I always is refer that? to what anyone's wearing or what their funny. Look at her funny hairstyle and that. See that antique phone back there. Yeah. The, it's like that phone in your Banana Splits Club oh, banner yeah. up there. It's one of those. I kind of wish I knew. I wish I kind of wish I knew what this, what why this room exists. But I guess someday I'll watch this and figure out. It could be her apartment. Does she have an apartment separate from her fancy huge house? Yeah. Well, it turns out that she, 
Well, it doesn't matter what the story is. No one can. No one will be able to um, accuse us of of a spoiler. Well, the crimes that have been committed seem to be murders. But I don't know why there'd be murders unless there's a lot of money mixed up in it. Yeah, there's money, blackmail, money. Well, the pen. And then there's this dilapidated house. Yeah, there's a guy digging a hole in the dark. That obviously is a grave for somebody. It's for Tony Rome, right? Yeah. Are they digging his grave? <laughs> just because he got, he got so tired. Like in the movie. He's like, oh, I'm just so tired. Just, just bury me already, okay? Just put me in that grave and bring me a gin martini. He's got a different tie now. He's got a, blue, a light blue tie. I wish they could have filmed one of his whole concerts with the comedian and everything at the well, at the, the Miami Beach Hotel. Yeah, they, they most they likely did. You could probably find um, an era a directly related time period concert. This guy's coming after him with a. Shovel or something. Oh, he's got the shovel, yeah. So, th like this, what is this place? It's just, this one makes even less sense than any... Is it the caretaker's house? They're burying someone. Is that the... Maybe that, Maybe that's the, the pet? It's a the dried pet up, orangutan? Dried up money, <laughs> mummy or something? Or so, someone... Bring it out of... It was the... That's... Norma Desmond's orangutan. Yeah, where is this? They're they're going. It's a body in there. It must be. Or maybe it's the pin. It's someone named him. Cops will only dig him up. And prove these Joe Furman. Alias Nimmo. So. I never heard of Nimmo. So who's who's in the who's in the box? I missed that completely. Yeah, he's the guy. No, it's, well, I was it's looking Furman. at this, but not watching or maybe it. Maybe Nimmo. I was looking yeah. at this whole movie the whole day, and I only really cared about a few little backdrops and yeah. pleasure boats. Well, you know what? The, the big, the big sleep. The you know the 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 Humphrey Bogart Big Sleep is one of my favorite movies, and that's the one that is famously impossible for anyone to know what's going on in that story. And and it doesn't matter. It's like I just I don't care about um, I don't care about the stories. Hey, maybe that's Catleg. I don't know. I haven't seen that guy before. Oh, look, he went after him. Pretty much, if there's only two guys going after Tony Rome, he can take them. No, well, they got no. They could they. Wait. What? So, have you heard of this trend where they started to bury people in boxes like that now, just in simple pine wood boxes again? It's sort of like a a new trend of in the mortuary. No, business. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't know, but it it's, it's makes sense. Makes sense, I guess. Though maybe uh, cremation makes more sense. Why should I kill you? No, help! 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 My back, help me. What? 
What's going on? That's a good shot of him lying in that. Doctor, fix yourself. I like that scene where he was lying in a, in a, just a, like an algae-filled, empty pool. Oh, leaves. Yeah, he hurt his back and the fell in the empty pool. There's eucalyptus leaves in there or something. <laughs> he goes, "Let me a smoke." And we spoke. Then there comes another, another. Um, that's a, that's a Ford something. That's like a. The cops. That's that was the cops didn't drive that earlier. Who's this? And then they they form in someone to their rights. Everyone's smoking. They're like, I'll bet you could spend a whole day in Miami Beach and you'd never see one man in a suit like that. No, no, well, not now. You mean back then? No, now. Not, not, not now. Now you'd see no one in a suit. I bet you'd see, see people in some ball caps in Miami Beach. Maybe some there's some kind of like bachelor party that would show up and they're all dressed like Frank Sinatra, Rat Pack people. They might be having one here, a graduation party today. So that now, so he solved the case yeah, and it's all solved, and no one, okay. knows, yeah, no one knows what happened. He, he doesn't even know, but he he's got, got his yellow turtleneck yeah, on again. It, you know, it's good news because he's it's the, for one thing, there's sunlight. He's been paid They're off. Happy. He's happy. Oh, there's there's Malcolm, the newlywed, the honeymooner who's. With his tight been through the ringer. swimsuit on. And he's like, oh, good morning, sir. And he's like, nice to see you up and around. And then and now his, his wife's yelling to him again. He's going, oh, no. Oh, How many days oh, would you estimate oh, they've been in there? Like a week. Going at it. A and week? He, he shakes his head again. But look, here she comes. Now he, he's just like, now he, I haven't seen him move this fast, the whole movie. Look, he's, he's cleaning up the boat. He's, he's, finally, he's getting rid of fingerprints. That's fine, what he's, he's doing. He's finally finished the case so he can start on his next case. She's got a great shirt. I have a shirt that looks like that. I bought at Dretzka's. You know, like he puts, he gets, puts her shoes up. He's got the martini. He's got those mar- little martini yeah, glasses with martini. those teeny little uh, orbs on underneath the hand. Or the- oh, yeah. And I'm going to shove off for the dry tortugas. Jumping uh, around it. If we ever get to any fishing, that is. You know how boring of a trip that would be uh, with Frank Sinatra yeah. on board? She goes, great, but I'll have to cancel out. My husband flew down last night, and we agreed to patch things up. Now watch his face to see if, do you see disappointment on his face? He just, oh, hey, he did, he did that <laughs> thing. That he did that thing you said. <laughs> the blowfish move. <laughs> he did the blowfish. <laughs> She's getting back with her husband. He he missed he missed the boat because he was concentrating on that extremely complex case. And he goes, "Oh, he's look, he looks sad. He does. He's kind of relieved though, too, in a way." She goes, "You'd be a bad risk, Tony Roan. I get shot or lose, or you lose me in a poker game." Smart move, he says. Smart move. She says, if you ever see Tony Rome, give him my love. That's the best line in the Come whole movie. 
on. That's <laughs> great. That's a great line. She says, if you ever know. see Tony Rome, give him my love. What does that mean? And then she walks off to her Mustang. He's got both martinis. He's got both of them now. She goes over to her red Mustang. And he's like nodding his head back and forth. Drops her purse. And the, the hard zoom in on her butt. Randy, this. <laughs> and he's back out on the high the seas. End. With his captain's cap? Yeah, he's oh, like, oh, man. Back out there by himself, fishing. Look, Joan Shawley is the, is Fat Candy. Oh, Joan Shawley. Donald Pines is played by Richard Kisher. See, Rocky Graziano. Sue Lyon was Diana. Yeah, Sue Lyon. She should have been the... Well, are there any extras on the DVD we could watch here? Is this... Yeah, we could, we could watch the DVD extra. Are there actually extras where they have the making yeah, of or something? Know, maybe. Or? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked. Those things bum me out sometimes, so I, I kind of I kind of annoy, uh, avoid them. Anyway, how long has this been? Is How long many minutes? Well, how long is the movie? It's probably two hours, man. Is that an hour and 50 minutes? Yeah, I, th I think we, maybe we should skip the, uh, skip the uh, psychic test because... Uh, Why? Oh, do you want to do the psychic test still? Okay. Is that, is you that read right? my mind. Oh, okay. That's okay. We'll do the... Here's... I don't know what I'm getting into. <laughs> what do I have to do? Um, yeah, we do a number of different uh, psychic uh, tests to try, and, uh -huh. to, 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 to try to uh, figure out our psychic connection that we have. How but do first you do of that? all, you take this a coin. There's, there's a heads and tails. Um, look at one side or the other. I'm not going to look at it. And concentrate on the side you're looking at, and I'll try to guess the uh, whether it's heads or tails. You got you got one. Got it? I got it. it. Okay, got tails? It. Was it tails? No. Okay, well, we, we, we probably should stop the psychic test right here then. Wait a minute, I'm just getting warmed up. Maybe we'll do better with the, with the psychic test symbol cards. So we have a number of symbols here. Pick one of these symbols. Okay. And look at, look at one of them and then concentrate on it. Does this have anything to do with the movie? Nope. This is pick just, one of the symbols. Yeah, just just look at one of them. Just look at one and okay, pick Okay, I'm about, still picking. I'm still picking. I'll tell you when I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, I could tell. I can tell psychically you're thinking about all of them at this point. And, uh, okay, I'm gonna focus on one. Okay, is it three wavy lines? No. Okay, well. <sighs> you want to know any, what? You want another yeah, chance? Yeah. What was it? It was a star. Yeah, no, I thought it was three. Was yeah. I guess it's close. Three lines. Okay, the, the next one is to pick out a... When it, these playing cards are cocktails. Okay. Um, They all... Each one represents a different cocktail. I don't know what that is. It's okay. Um, Pick one. You don't have to pick them at random. You can pick one that you uh, think is interesting. And, uh, and then once you do, concentrate on it and I'll... Try to guess. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Let's see what we got here. Okay, this is this might be an easy one. Okay, was it a um, a martini? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, gin martini? Yeah. Oh, gin martini. Okay. Boy, that's... Which is a six of hearts. Oh, the six, it's a six of hearts, too. That's significant. Dry martini with gin. But that was an easy one because it was um, featured in the movie. No, that's not the reason. That's I. That's not. That just had nothing to do with it. I could have picked fifty-two um, different cocktails, though. Yeah. So, so, so then the last and the most difficult part of the test is for, for you to pick out something, um, anything from culture or the world, and a specific thing. Like you could, it could be like uh, uh, spaghetti and meatballs, or it could be uh, um, a TV show, or in, in, you know, it could be Laverne and Shirley. Or it could be a song, a particular song. Then just tell me the category. Is it a food dish? Is it a is it a TV show? Is it a song? Is it a band? Is it a movie? So I and should pick. pick I should pick something first. Yeah, think of and something work first. Backwards yeah, from and that. then tell and then tell me the category. Um, if I was good enough psychically, I could just pick it out anyway without even knowing the category. But okay, um, I've picked an object. An object? Oh, I shouldn't have told you it's an object, right? Well, it's, object's okay. Okay. We never. I don't think we've dealt with objects before. Okay. So it's an object. Yeah. Um, okay. Is it a? Um, let me think. No, con- concentrate on. I'm going to really try now. I'm concentrating okay. on it. Object. Is it a? Um, an omelet? No. <laughs> oh wait. No. Wait a minute. I, I was thinking food. <laughs> is it a? Um, is it a large concrete ball? No. Okay. What was it? I give up. If one of those little fedora-brimmed hats. Oh, those, those hats. Is that hat called a fedora? That, I don't know what you that, call that black, black, black hat? You know, it's in- interesting that he's well... He, Sinatra, it's really connected it's to It's not Sinatra. a fedora, it's Sinatra something else. Sinatra wearing that hat. That kind of hat, though. It's a small brim fedora. My dad used to wear those to work. That kind of hat to work. Yeah, I think. And then at a certain point in the '60s, and then he stopped. Do you think it was Kennedy who stopped? Who was know. responsible with people stopping wearing the? I fashion? don't know, but they they've kind of come back, but with even a smaller brim than that. Yeah. I don't know what you call those though. Well, what, this this hat, this movie had featured two definite hats: that the captain's hat. That was like kind of what we got started on, but. The history of hats is like maybe I'll have to maybe I'll do some research. Um, maybe you could be on a, you, you could be on another podcast if you like to, and we, maybe we, we could, could do another podcast just some, about captains' yeah, hats. Yeah, we can research do some research on the history of hats, and um, you know, I know it has, a lot of it's going to come down to World War II to some degree, probably where, where that always had influence on everything. Um, well, thanks for thanks for uh, hosting the podcast and having me as a guest, and uh, maybe you can be back sometime. All right, Randy. Thanks.